Welcome back, everybody. And for this week, we have another Throwback Thursday. We are doing chapters 6 through 10 of the Sorcerer's Stone, and it is Tipsy Potheads, where we may get a little tipsy. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. It's Josie. If you're enjoying what we do here on Potheads Who Read, please take a moment and subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite place to listen to our podcast. Five stars will go a long way. Thank you. Welcome to Tipsy Potheads. Who read? Who read? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Hey everybody, welcome. Hi. Hi. Welcome we... back to our third. This is our third episode of Tipsy Potheads. Second. Oh, it is. So it's our third because oh. we had No, oh, can't no. count the promo. No, I'm not counting the promo. I'm counting the one where we talked about what houses we were in. I hate it when my two moms fight. It's it's not it's our second episode we count we're counting that one as because that's how it's falling in our our routine of everything when we release them last time on the episode we did not (laughs) talk about that Um, okay, well, welcome. We have read chapters six through nine of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. What was that, guys? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like our drinks were being made. (laughs) That sounds like Sheila the Shaker. (laughs) Andy, what are we drinking this week? Today we are drinking themed drinks for all of our houses. Mine is basically a blueberry vodka tonic, and it's great. (laughs) For what house? Oh, because I'm a Ravenclaw. (laughs) What did you say? I may have (laughs) pre-gamed tipsy potheads. So good luck, everybody else. (laughs) Thanks. I'm drinking a drink called the Hufflepuff, and it's kind of a tropical rum drink. Rum. I'm drinking a Gryffindor, and I feel like you really need to be brave to get to this drink, drink down. <laughs> <laughs> it's got raspberries, it's got brandy, it's got rum, it's got lemon juice. It is tart, <laughs> but it's it good. Tart. She makes the world's best faces when she takes a sip of it. Although, didn't you add something to it, Josie, just now? Oh, I added a little bit of lemon-lime seltzer, spike seltzer drink. Mm. Mine is technically supposed to be a martini, and I did not make it as a martini. I couldn't do a martini either. I was like, not today, devil. (laughs) Mine? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, mine was supposed to have banana schnapps, and, well, one, the store didn't have it, which like is good. Like 99 bananas? I don't know. Is that a... Yeah. Okay, I'm like, is that a schnapps, a banana I don't schnapps? Know if it's a schnapps? It though. is. But I don't, I don't. But the schnapps aisle schnapps. didn't... Schnapps. schnapps. Did not have banana schnapps 
And so, so like 99 bananas. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what 99 bananas is. This. Um, but you were in college, we used to light it on fire at the parties. Were you never there? Apparently not. Oh, I, she, I, I have it. a much lazier uh, story for this. But, when we get let to me work finish real quick. I bought a themed restaurant. Peach schnapps instead. <laughs> oh, yummy. Yeah, oh, that's so, good. So it's, yeah, it's kind of like a fuzzy navel rum orange juice pineapple drink. I don't so know. literally, I'll, we've all modified our drinks to some extent. I added a splash of lemon. It didn't help, but it's in there. <laughs> Okay, everyone. So, a quick plot line. Chapters 6 six through 9. So, <laughs> a really quick plot line synopsis of these chapters goes like this. It goes a little something like this. Hit it. Oh, you should wrap it. Just joking. Uh, nobody wants to hear me rap, trust me. I tried in college. Um, <laughs> okay, so when we left off last time, uh, Harry had just gotten done at Diagon Alley. So where we start this week on uh, for everything is Harry had just spent his last month of the summer with the Dursleys. He goes to platform nine and three quarters, and he looks everywhere for it because he does not seem to know how to access it. And he meets the Weasleys for the very first time. They get him through the platform. He sees Hogwarts Express. He gets on there. He ends up sitting with Ron and meeting him for the very first time. And then he meets a variety of other students on the way to Hogwarts. Once they get there, he sees his good old friend Hagrid. They're waiting for the boats. They take the little boat tour to get see the castle for the very first time. They go up and then they wait in a hallway where they exchange some words. Um, and Harry quickly gets an enemy named Draco. And... Then they go into the hall. They get sorted into all of their houses. Harry's obviously really nervous. Everyone's really scared. Where are they going to go? Who are they going to be? Who are they going to sit with all year for the rest of their lives? And they all get sorted. And then after all of that, they have their great feast. They go to all of their classes and lessons for the very first time as they all get acclimated into the castle. And then they see Fluffy for the first time. They um, get into a lot of mischief. Hermione threatens that they uh, that they would all get in trouble or worse, expelled. And they see, did I say they see Fluffy for the first time? And you also find out that the big mystery vault 7713 at Gringotts is now the big mystery in the newspaper. You forgot that he became the um, seeker. Oh, yeah, there's the whole seeker thing. Give us a shake, Sheila. The youngest speaker in Hogwarts history in a hundred years. In Hogwarts history. Not history, but in like a hundred years, according to McGonagall. Who's been there the whole time. <laughs> I mean, I forgot a lot of stuff, and there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. That's fine. Andy, what'd yes. you think of chapters six through nine? <laughs> First time, tell us what you thought. Well, I enjoyed meeting the Weasleys. I'm going to try to get out of this voice. Um, <laughs> okay. I enjoyed reading the Weasleys because I was immediately like, oh, that's who it is. And then I was on the, like, I recognized more stuff in this book than I recognized in 
or in these chapters than any of their other chapters. And then, of course, you know, we met Hermione and Neville, which I didn't realize, like, I mean, not that he was, like, super prevalent, but I didn't realize he was as prevalent, much like McGonagall in the books at, versus the movies. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. I mean, no one likes Draco, and he's just there. I mean... You wouldn't, you wouldn't turn him away? <laughs> Josie no. likes him, apparently. <laughs> Josie likes the bad guy. Like, it's not even that. It's kind of just one of those things, like, when you separate, like, the movie and the books, like, he's still a total, like, little shit. Like, yeah. you're like, ew, stupid Draco. But then there's also just something about him where it's like... Even from the beginning, I could totally be saying this, too, just because I know the outcome of everything, that it's, like, I read it now, and it's, like, I kind of feel a little bad for him. I don't. I do not either. Just in case anyone can hear any chewing, my drink called for muddled blueberries. Mm. They're not so muddled, and I they're floating at the top, and so I had, like, a mouthful of blueberries with my vodka. <laughs> um... One thing that I will say is that it's also what happened to me, like, with the first five chapters with these is that I knew the timeline. I knew how everything went down, but I definitely had certain parts of the timeline out of order. Mm. Like, I completely forgot that Draco had the conversation with Harry on the train about, like, you could make an enemy or a friend and that happened on the train like almost immediately i also in my head and i've had this conversation with so many friends how we're like the point on the train when hermione ron and harry meet for the very first time is like this epic meeting because it's the threesome like they do all these amazing things and it's like so downplayed in the book it really is yeah. But one of the things that I kind of liked about the book, because I didn't catch this as much in the movies, again, starting to wonder if I've actually seen them. But <laughs> um, I can't wait till you do get to watch it after you, I know, after you read it. I know. But I didn't realize that, like, Ron and Harry didn't necessarily, they didn't dislike Hermione, but they were just like, Ugh. Could you stop talking? Or, like, other stuff like that. They're like, don't... I always thought she she was just immediately part of the gang. Um, Which I kind of actually related to. Because I've actually had someone in college tell me, you're like, you know, when I first met you, I hated you. And I was like, God, when are you going to go home? But then it's like, now I can't remember. I can't imagine my life without you. So, you're welcome. There's a bit of history for me. But um, it was more of like, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, so she was a, like, acquired taste, if you will. And I think, I think you will. Yeah. I think you're right. She's definitely, I think she she can grow on you. All the, the best ones are. <laughs> I say this because... I have had several, several, several people tell me, mostly, like, people that I worked with, like, outside of work, they were like, I just didn't realize you weren't a bitch. Yeah, I've seen And I'm like, I was like, but work and, like, friendship is different. And then Sheila and I have this friendship where... She's such a bitch. 
where we would literally, we would be at school all day, every day with each other. We'd be at rehearsal with each other. And then we worked at the same place on the weekend together. We were together all the time. All the time. And she didn't live together. We did not live together, but we didn't live far from each other, actually. We were like five minutes away from each other. Yeah. I mean, we were around each other all the time and that can like make or break people. And luckily, if anybody's heard any of our other conversations or episodes, (laughs) you might know that Sheila and I both like were secretly hoping that the other one liked each other, like that we liked each other. (laughs) But we would seriously go (laughs) into work. Like we would seriously go into work and we'd be like, hey, whore. Hey, bitch. (laughs) My favorite time was... um... So Josie and her roommate, they shared, a, they drove to work together because our her roommate worked with us. Well, he went to school and with went us to school too. With us and I mean, you know, everything. <laughs> That's what theater people do. We live yeah. and work together and go to They're school together. He, and he got cut early and I was closing and Josie wasn't closing, but she's like, she told whoever, I'll stay late or whatever. And so she walks up to me and she's like, hey, when, uh, when it's time to leave, can I get a ride? And I go, fuck no, bitch. And I walk off. And there were like three or four of our our coworkers just standing there. And they're like, oh, what happened? Sheila and Josie can't be, not be Sheila and Josie. Like, everybody was They so can't crazy. be fighting. Is she serious? And I just was like, no, she's totally going to give me a ride home. It's fine. That was, that was my way of saying yes. <laughs> it's not a very nice way to say yes, but but I understood it. I wasn't offended. I mean, that's how we talk to each other all the time. Basically, but you're right. Like Hermione, in the like in the movie, I feel like she comes off a little bit more likable. I have, right yeah, she is a little bit more like. And we, I would say, we all three of us know somebody that I think is very difficult, and we can only take her in small doses. As a friend. <laughs> I was not expecting the shade. I'm going to have to take a sip of my blueberry <laughs> cobbler. He's going to have to take a bite of his drink after that one. <laughs> but we, we all have somebody in our life that we like and we love. But uh-huh. sometimes we just can't take them all the time. Like, not every oh, day. Sweetie, I can't answer that right now. Mm-hmm. No. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, she definitely started off that way. But Neville, like, you're right, too. Like, Neville, Andy, I cannot wait for you to see where Neville's character goes. Yeah. But, like, Neville is a lot more prevalent in the book than he is. Yeah. So He's more than just a long bottom. Yeah. So, like, no, I would say. bottom is not his name. In the, like, I would say in the movies, like, I don't know, he. He's like a, a third or fourth character, primary character, whereas yeah. he's really kind of more of a secondary character because you see him more often. Yeah. I will also say that I was excited for the sorting hat. I did not know that there was a song associated with it, and I kept trying to find a tune in my head for it to how it was going to go. Um, do you want me to go get my sorting hat and it can play it for you? Obviously. No. But, um, <laughs> you guys are no fucking fun. I said, obviously, I said no. <laughs> Josie said no. Josie doesn't count. Okay, I'll go get it. Since when do I not count? Apparently, since now. Elevator music. 
Okay, you guys ready? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What uh-huh. I was going to say, part of my story for the sorting hat, it wasn't a story. It was just that I actually liked the inner dialogue that happened where you could hear the hat going like, oh, you don't want Slytherin, yeah. but you could be great So there. this is what's always... And he was like, God, no. And he's like, okay, well then Gryffindor. Okay, I know, we, I know we have a whole plan to, like, watch the movie after we finish the entire book, whatever. But I just have to say this. I've always, like, one of my things that I've always had a problem with in the first one, in the first book, is that in the book, he they talk about how it's, like, a buzz in their ear. Yeah. So I always imagined it as, like, only that person can hear it. And so it's always bothered me that, like, the hat says everything, like, kind of loud in the movie. Where it's, like, his his mouth is moving and da-da-da. Because I was always, like, did I always read this wrong? Like, is it not a little buzz? Am I missing it? I'm thinking, though, like, how I always interpreted that in the movies, like, even though, like, his mouth was moving and the only person that could still hear it was the person on the stool. I interpreted it as someone who had never seen it as everyone could hear it, but not in the book. Boom. But also, let's hear Sheila's hat. Here's my hat. Fine. Josie, stop it. There's nothing hidden in your head. The sorting hat can't see. So try me on. I will tell you where you ought to be. Ravenclaw! Gryffindor! Slytherin! Josie looks extremely confused and concerned about what she's witnessing at this moment. Gryffindor! Gryffindor! It doesn't fit very well, especially with headphones. <laughs> it looks great, though. Thank you. Um, well, Andy, I am excited for you to read next the next book when it comes to the sorting ceremony at the beginning of the school year. Yeah. He actually has a different song every year. Yeah. Oh. Spoiler alert. Jeez. Um, I won't remember, so we're fine. I will say, really quickly to go back, I just want to say that the other characters that I think are really downplayed a lot are the twins. And I completely forgot that it was actually the twins were the first ones to notice that he was Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. I remembered that, but they, like, you, there's just things about, like, that whole scene. And then I read a, a little fan oh. fiction the other day about, Oh, my like, gosh. Sheila tagged me, and I'm reeling. Fan fiction. No, it was a headcanon. Oh, headcanon, sorry. Yeah. But, um, I mean, fan fiction headcanon. It's is that what you call these days, headcanons? Yeah. AU headcanon. So, if you haven't read it, it's about how Molly Weasley, every time she takes her kids to King's Cross, she looks for the, the muggle children that don't know where they're going. And in this one, she, she sees this lost little Harry Potter and she walks by multiple times going this place is packed with muggles where where what's the 
Yeah. What oh, platform member? Well, because if you think about it, like Ron is her sixth child. She knows where she's going. She has three yeah. children already in Hogwarts, and she's loudly saying, "What platform are we going to? What's the yeah. platform number again?" And that's what catches Harry's like attention. attention. Is like the Muggles and. But platform. then you think about it, you see this kid wandering by himself with this trunk and an owl. Like, where else would he freaking be going? Right. So, but Santa that, Barbara. Santa Barbara. Santa Fe. Mm. Um, but yeah, that that little headcanon was. But it was also so sweet because it's it was. also like, which also goes into like once you read the whole series and you know the whole series, it goes into like she knew it had to have been Harry Potter because yeah. she knew the age he was supposed to be. She yeah. knew that like she would have known and remembered that he was going to Hogwarts. And so it goes into this whole thing of like, oh, this is my son, Ron. These are this is the platform we're all going to. Yeah. And then it went into like. Her giving an extra sandwich to Rond and be like, go sit with him so he's not by himself. Yeah, and then like, and then like, go to the twins and be like, go help him with his trunk. Yeah, and so it was like a a little backstory of all of it. I did love how she was like, don't you fucking ask him if he is Harry Potter. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, don't yeah. Which, I mean, again, once you, like, read the books and you see the characters, one of the things that, like, especially when you get way later into the series, it's, like, the first couple books, like, focus a lot on just the children. And then you get to a point where it has to expand Mm -hmm. into all these other characters. And by that point in the movies, you still have to focus on the one characters. So it's really hard to, like, focus on Neville. It's hard to focus on these other like kind of like quote-unquote sub characters it'll be yeah. forever long yeah yeah excuse me while i chew my blueberries i loved loved when they were sitting on the train and harry was like talking about ron where he was just like like harry just was like so what if he had hand-me-downs because he literally had all of like dirt like dudley's hand-me-down yeah. anything like he didn't think anything, anything of all it. of that yeah. stuff there was, like, no reason for him to be embarrassed because he had hand-me-downs, too. He was, like, basically treated like he didn't exist. Like, he, all of this like, different stuff, so. Had anything to share. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. that's a little broken heart. Yeah. Also, I mean, I knew the Weasleys were poor because it's, like, they don't really act like they're rich by any way, shape, or form. Plus, with all the children, I think it's, it is downplayed a little bit in the movies. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in the book, you definitely are like, oh, no, they, like, really, like... And Ron is like, I've heard seven child. She doesn't have time for it, but I don't like cornbread. Not cornbread. Corn beef. My southern <laughs> fell out. Um, I don't corn like beef. cornbread. Who doesn't like cornbread? I, it's always just a little sweet. It's fine. Exactly. Has to be yeah. Right. So that was that was really exciting. But sorry, now we can get into the sorting. I loved how oh, Harry I we're was like into the cornbread. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like I love when they introduce like the magic world. Like I can just picture the scene so perfectly of them like in the boat seeing Hogwarts yeah. for the first time, and then like walking into the great hall and just being so like enamored with like the floating candles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have forgotten like 
how impressive the scene was of when they saw the castle for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, how amazing that was. You know, I always remembered, you know, they got on the boats and they saw the castle for the first time. They got off the boats and then I reread it this time and I was like, oh, I forgot how good that scene was. Like, yeah. how memorable it was, even though apparently I had forgotten that it wasn't memorable. Well, I will say, too, that, like, Josie is the one who told me that that was a memorable scene. Because, like, there was something, like, where there, it was in, like, some Refill. Um, something we were talking about in a previous conversation where it was like it was the scene where they see it and she's like, I hate how it's the last scene in the last movie because it's really the first scene. Like they didn't show the boats until like later or something like that. And it was like honestly when we were reading up to it, I was like, Oh, it's the boat scene. Because like when she mentioned it before, I was like, I don't really remember what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I mean. It is, and it's also, like, I don't know, like, think about the first time, like, I guess, like, what it would be comparable to is, like, think about the first time you entered, like, high school, Yeah. where you're, like, it's kind of, like, an epic, like, you're going to high school, like, (laughs) Sheila (laughs) Sheila did not like high school, apparently. It's not that I didn't like high school, it's just, it wasn't... I would say more college for me. Like, that was more impressive to me than high school. Well, it's just, it's also just kind of like more the feeling of like, oh my gosh, you're entering this new building, like, whatever it is, like a job, like, whatever, like, you're entering this epic adventure where you literally have no idea what to expect. I think it just kind of goes to, too, that, like, I don't know if, again, questioning if I've seen the movies, but, um, I just automatically assumed Terry knew more about stuff than he actually did. Oh, no. Yes. It's like, oh, he knew nothing. And then, like, the fact that he was freaking out before the sorting hat, which is something that I do remember. But it's more of, like, everyone was freaking out because everyone was like, dear Lord, what's going to happen to our future? Don't put me in Slytherin. It's like all that stuff interesting. Total side note. The Patel twins ended up in two different houses. In the movies, they have them in the same house, but in the books, they're in different houses. I did not catch that. (laughs) Also, I really love that they all sing the school song in their own tune. And I love that the twins picked the death march. (laughs) So nice and Dumbledore that. was I like, like love going. the twins. The twins. Dumbledore was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, it. do it. He's like, go I'm going to just keep conducting you. you. Like, you just get it on. Yeah. I think the twins are beloved characters in the movies, but they are so much more. And they're some of my favorite characters in the whole series, just because of all their antics and their Mm -hmm. witty, you know, their witty little comebacks. And even like, even though they're little shitheads, like they're good shitheads. You know what I mean? But that's the whole thing is like, it honestly reminds me. I think what it reminds me of is it's like, I can relate to this just a little bit. Like, in school, I was actually just having this conversation. Like, in high school, I literally passed classes 
enough to be able to like do any school activity I wanted to do. If I didn't get my school, if I didn't get my homework done in class, like I wasn't doing it. And it wasn't because I didn't have the ability to do it. It's not anything like that. I would pass all my tests. I just never turned my homework in. And I think one of the things that you miss, like, between the movies and the books is that the twins were actually really smart, inept. Like, they were so smart. They knew what they were doing. And even, like, when you get later in the series, they're, like, they do, they perform some of the best magic some of the professors have ever seen. And they, I just love that they're antics. Even Ron makes a comment where he's, like, yeah, like, even the twins score really well. Their scores are really good, but (laughs) they might get in a little bit of trouble, but they're still good students. Right, like, they're still very smart, they're very inept to, like, the magical world, and, like, what they're doing, and everything that they've accomplished, so it's just really funny to, like, to just, like, kind of remember them in that, in that regard, like, I love reading them in the, in the beginning, where it's just, like, they're helpful, they're kind, they're still jokesters, because you also get introduced to Quidditch in, in these chapters, and it's, you know, they're just kind of like, yeah, he's totally going to be on our team. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just really fun. Like That was a fun moment that. where McGonagall took him out because I was like, dang, he's like in trouble. I didn't know what was going to happen. She was like, I found you. I see her. Like, I was like, oh, my Oliver God. Wood. In the Oliver book. And he's like, I love Oliver Wood. I crushed on him, even though, like, like he's handsome in the movie, at least. Yeah. Do I know who Oliver Wood is? He's the captain of the Gryffindor Quidditch team that McGonagall pulls out of uh, the Defense uh, Against the Dark Arts class uh, with class. Professor Quirrell to like be like, hey, I found you your new seeker. Duh. Okay, I didn't know if you were saying <laughs> the actor or his actual name. Okay, so the character's name is Wood. I have no idea what the actor's name is, but he was Nobody handsome. Nobody needs to know he's Oliver Wood. No, that's he not him. That was really mean. But yeah, he's Oliver Wood. What else do you need to know? The he answer was... is Sean Bickerstaff. Oh. I, I was think... dying to know. I think You're he's... welcome, world. <laughs> he's Irish, yes? Or is he Scottish? I don't know. I didn't have time to read his entire history. Yes, he's Scottish. <laughs> Well then, oh my god. A simple yes or no would have sufficed. Um, I was reading it while I was clapping back. You know what else I kind of forgot is like how much everyone like oogled Harry. Like on his first yeah. day, like his first couple days. Like stared at him like a novelty. Yeah. They. This is something they totally downplay in the movie. Because it's, it's legit like people were like just staring at him as he's like trying to get to class like they're making him late to class because they're like oogling him i did love his tea with hagrid and that ron gotta come along yeah yeah i just love the introduction to snape because you're just like this guy even when they're at the banquet like the introduction to snape there and then the introduction to him in their actual potions lesson you're like this greasy guy like who is this guy? He was just staring at me, and I knew he hated me. You right. <laughs> you right. 
there's somebody like from the get-go and i know snape is a very controversial topic for a lot of potheads out there but like he is just a complete jerk from the very very beginning of everything absolutely and then people are like but he's not a bad guy i'm like i don't care that's not how you treat kids you don't treat people that way i mean no matter what until you get to book seven, you're like, this guy, like, mentally abused these children for seven years. He's like, yeah. work, guys. God. No, I think he's just like that in general. And he's not there yet. He doesn't get it. I will turn off this podcast right now, young lady. <laughs> and go watch movie five, six, and seven to understand what we're talking about. No, I will rewatch or watch for the first time one and two because I don't know. <laughs> I'd like to see you try and shut off this podcast. Exactly. Especially since Sheila's on recording. <laughs> I will drop this call hotter than a hot potato on a late August <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> I have to say, like, but reading this has been fun because I'm like, Oh, I'm done reading. Like after, like I I do my totally. Like just because it is a you know at this point it's it's young reading still, so it's not like heavy and it doesn't take me forever. So this has been really nice. Where I'm like, oh, I don't have to work too hard or have to sit down for a while. Like I can sit down and get it done in an afternoon. I just love. Being reintroduced into this world. Yes. Let me introduce myself. Andy, I don't know if you feel this way. And maybe it's because I feel this way because I know, like, how everything plays out in books, movies, and whatever. But it's, like, just, like, refilling all of that magic again. Yeah. Like, experiencing it for the first time. It really makes me think of, like, the first time I ever read the books and I just had never known this stuff before you forget stuff or and then like it's been i'm not gonna lie it's been quite a few years since i've read these books though too it also reminds me of the first time i read these books (laughs) i'm sure it does as of last week of course it does on monday on monday yeah well every time i reread them there's always something new that i didn't catch the first time yeah absolutely Oh, I made a mistake. In your drink or life? Both. Oh. Um, I said that Oliver Wood gets pulled from Defense Against the Dark Arts, and that was actually in the movie. And I made a note where I said, like, one of the things I said about uh, Chapter 9 is, like, all the small things. And I put in here, Wood was actually in Flitwick's class. So he was oh, actually in yes. Charms, not in Defense of the Dark Arts. But, um, you note? Yeah. Oh, me too. <laughs> I took way less notes this time than I did last time. Sometimes I take notes and sometimes I don't. This time I only had four post-it notes, one for each chapter. And I just made a bunch of little notes on them. Why are you using Harry Potter post-it notes? Because we're reading Harry Potter. Why are you using your Harry Potter post-it notes? (laughs) But last time, I'm not even kidding, between chapters one and five, I used about 15 post-it notes. So this time I only had four. 
But to be fair, one through five. That's a lot. That's a lot. They had a lot of info in that. Whereas, like, there's a lot of info in the, the four that we read tonight, or for tonight, but it's not, not as much info being thrown at you. You know what yeah. I mean? I will also say in that I could change my tune later, because I frequently do. But y'all have said this is a very easy read, and it is a very easy read. Like, I think I was done very, very quickly. The I first, yeah. not starting. The first two books are, I think, the easiest. The third is pretty easy. And then when yeah. you get to four, four and up, it gets to be a little bit more. So that's when um, it dip out? No, no. No, no I don't think no. it be. You made a commitment, mister. <laughs> I just love how both of y'all are immediately like, no, no. 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 Oh, Whoa. <laughs> that was the blueberries. <laughs> Excuse Andy. No, they're they're just a little bit more difficult. One because they're longer. They're like book four is almost like twice the length of, I think like one or two. But yeah. but also but, like the amount of information you get in them because once you get into four, five and six, you get into like the past, like all the adults. You get into the first battle. You get way into um. Voldemort, like, or he who must not be named. You can say his name. Um, I mean, I know I can. I said it first. But also, it does get a little harder in the fact that each book gets a little bit more mature. Um, Because what I love about how she wrote these is she didn't keep the stories at the level that we're reading right now. This is like third, fourth grade, fifth grade reading level. Yeah. This is not... Which is right where my level is. I was just going to say that. You know, book four, you know, that's your your middle school, junior high age reading levels. And it goes up from there. So she did a really great job of, you know, making as Harry grew the books that were appropriate, were appropriate for the age levels. Right. Were they totes appropes? Totes of probes. And also, they do get way darker. That's part of the reason why it took so long for her to release between, like, three, between three and four, four and five, five and six, and then, like, seven. Part of the reason why it took so long for her to release them was because her editors were afraid because of how dark she gets in them. Dun, dun, dun. But But they were so good. I know, so good. But... To go back to all of this, like, some of Andy's point, it's, like, even with, like, going back to kind of Neville's character, like, I kind of forgot that the midnight duel that him and Draco have that kind of gets them in the quarter. I forgot he was in I there. forgot Neville was with them for that whole thing. I yeah. did not forget that he was in the hallway because he forgot the password. Yeah. I remembered that part. I forgot that he went with them because the fat lady in the pink had left. So he was like, I'm not staying out here by myself. Right. And so that he was actually with them when, like, they saw Fluffy. Like, for some reason in my head, I just always thought it was the three of them, but it was actually the four of them. Yeah. Did they name Fluffy, or do you just keep naming it? Because did I just not catch that their name was actually Fluffy? Oh, sorry. You don't know that uh, yet. You don't know that yet. <laughs> That's what I thought, but you said it, like, four times, and I often forget things, so I was like... Spoiler! 
Spoiler! The three-headed dog is fluffy. Hagrid names him. If you watch the movies, you should know that. But Andy is pushing if he's ever watched the movies. <laughs> and Andy doesn't know if he's ever watched the movies now, though. Yeah. Um, but I, Andy, I totally feel you, though, because every time I read the book, I was like, oh, I'm mixing the movie up with the book, or the book up with the movie. Yeah, definitely. Every time. I, it's like they get it, but it's, it's like right there, but it's not there, because they do it just different enough. And sometimes I think the reason, like, the movie sticks with me more than some of, like, what happens in the book is because I am kind of a visual learner, and I can just watch a movie, and it's, you know, it kind of gets ingrained in your head. Give us a shaker, Sheila. Yeah. That's That means that our time is almost up, kids. <laughs> it does. Wait, shouldn't she have done trivia, or was that just for the initial No, that's one? for... Um, that's just for potheads in training. Well, and we did that for the promo. Just to have her catch up with you. I just kind of was hoping... We'll bring it back. We will? Yes, we will. <laughs> okay. Because I just announced it. To get us totally off topic. You're welcome. <laughs> Andy's like... Hey, this is what happens when you give ADD alcohol. Okay. Yeah, because I remember last time you were like, and that's all of it. And Sheila and I were like, we haven't even gotten to Diagon Alley yet. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done here. Good night, everyone. Okay. So Andy's, Andy's done. Sheila and I will continue to talk. Andy's <laughs> done. Is there anything else that either of you really loved or disliked about the chapters that we read today? Or for tonight? Um, I will say that one thing that I love is during the potions lesson and like during chapter nine, one of the small things that I put in here is, like, uh, Pavardi actually standing up against Malfoy. I actually, like, mm-hmm. in the, like, one thing that you get in the book is that, like, Malfoy kind of, like, ruled Hogwarts. Like, he was untouchable. Yeah. And in the books, there's a lot of people who are, like, dude, you are, like, nobody. Yeah. Shut up. They don't care. Um, as mu- I mean, they care, but they don't care as much. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're willing to stand up. And that was, like, the thing I also noticed was, how, like, the camarader- camaraderie of, like, not just, like, the houses, but of all the students. Yeah. Uh, you know, against kind of the bullies. So right. I mean, Malfoy. <laughs> but uh, they did. You know, there was this kind of, like, we're going to support each other no matter what. Yeah, I also think, like, Sheila, when you were getting the hat, like, and you were like, or no, maybe, yeah, I think it was when you were getting the hat, you were like, keep talking, and I mentioned that, like, the tea with Hagrid, like, I love that Ron was like, oh, can I come too? Yeah. Like, he wasn't really afraid to ask. I don't think Harry would have, like, excluded him, but I love that Ron wasn't, like, afraid to ask for it, and just, like, the whole impression of him in the hut, and, like, their friendship from the very beginning is still, yeah. like, it was pretty sweet. really there. Yeah. Also, McGonagall's the one who mentions James to Harry. Mm-hmm. It's That's not so Hermione. 
That is true. Like, which, again, like with the movies, you have to make choices of which characters you're going to follow. It's really hard to follow, like, eight characters. Your daddy was a good Quidditch player. Is well, that how you imagined her saying that? No, it was more like, your daddy was a good Quidditch player. Ew. <laughs> She would have been a child. She would have been an adult. There's a lot of backstory you don't know about McGonagall. (laughs) (laughs) In the movie, I do like how Hermione showed Harry about his dad. Yeah. Like, it was a moment for them to connect. I mean, but did they need it? They connected over a toad on the train. Not really. They're trying to make Hermione happen, she I mean, Hermione's a bitch. It's McGonagall for life. McGonagall for life. Okay, fine. Andy, any last thoughts? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Sheila, any last thoughts? Uh, no, I mean, I just, I'm enjoying rereading again. Josie, any last thoughts? Josie. No, Josie. I don't have I don't have any last thoughts, guys. I think I'm good. Basically, we're, we're, none we... of us have any thoughts that are last. We've already said them. <laughs> We've covered They it. were all first. We've covered them tonight. All right, so our next chapters are going to be... 10. 10 through 13. 13. <laughs> yes. I knew it. 10 through 13. So, if you want to join us in a couple weeks, go read chapters 10 through 13. I'm excited. This is going to be fun because... um. Oh my gosh, the chapter, this, the next chapter, I'm so excited about. It, Halloween. It, this is, these next few chapters, I think Andy's going to be like, I didn't watch the movies. <laughs> like he's, this is gonna be these next few chapters are gonna be like what the. It's gonna um, be definitive proof. The, like, no, this is. The, so yeah. you know how you felt with one through five, and then like these chapters, you were like, oh, this isn't so bad. The next chapters are gonna kind of be like that. You're gonna go back to I didn't watch it. I didn't watch this movie. So. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. We're halfway through the book. Halfway. Halfway. And I just, I don't know, guys. I'm getting really excited. Like, I just love all of the setup for, like, the whole series. And it just takes me, honestly, it just kind of takes me back because when I first started reading these books, only one, two, and three were out. So it just is like, even then, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is the setup for the next couple books yeah well and that's the other thing sorry i guess i can go back to like likes or like my like there's things now that like i'm reading i had my chance but i'm gonna take it now but like there's things like little hints here and there that like are gonna come back in in later books not just books one through three but you know four or five six seven like they're all there it's just you don't know about know. it until now. It's so. so hard not to talk about future stuff that's happening because I know what's happening. So hard it's hard. Not to talk about future stuff. Andy, we don't own the rights to that song. On this podcast. <laughs> I need you to wrap that. Wrap it. It's so hard. <laughs> no, don't. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> okay. So, again, 
We are going to be reading chapters 10 through 13. 10, 10, 10 through 13, 13, 13. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Potheads Who Read. Yep. And, or a podcast on both of those. You can find us on E- or on email. You can send us an email at Potheads Who Read. Find us on email. <laughs> find us. Somebody find us. You can email us at Potheads Who Read at gmail.com. Tell us what you like, don't like. Tell us what you think about Harry Potter if you're rereading it for the 12th time or the first time. We want to know. We want to know everybody's thoughts. Subscribe and rate us. Please, please subscribe and rate us. It's going to help us. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, guys, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, send us an email, any popular podcasting, listening device that you guys are on, please rate us, subscribe us, and we will talk to you next time. So thank you for reading with us. And go crack a book open. I guess I better start reading. <laughs> Bye. Bye.